Faith can be defined as complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Have you ever thought about drinking purified drinking water? It's interesting because I don't know who put that label on there. I'm sure it's obviously a factory somewhere, but we take for granted the fact that we just grab that bottle, we open it up, and we trust whoever put that label on there that it is indeed purified drinking water. I have to trust that it was clean, and it could be tap water from the hills of Kentucky for all we know. We trust the people and humans that place labels on certain things oftentimes But so many times we have trouble trusting the Lord. Why is that? 2 Corinthians 5.7 says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. I want to kind of take this episode to dive into that in a little bit further detail. The Greenhouse Effect is a weekly podcast hosted by youth pastor Avery Bowman. This podcast is for teens and their parents. Our goal is to encourage, support, and strengthen the home. Contrary to popular belief, one can survive in this present culture while maintaining a personal relationship with Jesus. Join us each week as we learn from God's Word. Here is your host, Avery Bowman. Hey, Mom and Dad, how are you doing today? I trust that everyone is doing well. I trust that all these little bugs that were going around in the air are slowly and hopefully quickly rather um, evading and getting out of our homes. It seems like it's been a crazy sick season. I don't know what it's been like in your home, but it seems like if I'm not sick, then Holly's sick. If Holly's not sick, then one of the boys is sick. And it just kind of seems like that's been the name of the game. Um, And that's just been kind of par for the course over the duration of the uh, past two or three months or so. But We're making it. We're getting through it. Um, Summer is on the way, so I'm excited for that. Um, You never know in Ohio. Tomorrow might be summertime, and then the next day might be uh, winter again. So uh, that's one of the perks of living in this great state of Ohio, which I absolutely love. But today I want to consider the idea of faith. And honestly, the verse that keeps ringing through in my mind is, For we walk by faith and not by sight. But honestly, so many times we only walk by sight. We're walking by what we see right here in front of us. And I kind of want to take you to an extremely familiar story in the Bible. You might laugh at me because of how familiar this story is. But it always blows my mind at the amount of faith that must have had to have been had in order to execute and carry out what was being asked. If you look at Hebrews chapter 11, the great faith chapter, the heroes of the faith, verse number one says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is simply taking God at his word. This description of faith leads the writer of this epistle to unfold the long and famous honor roll of Old Testament persons who lived, endured, and even died in their faith, and had from God the testimony that they were pleasing to Him. It's important to remember that God has never had two ways of saving men. 
Faith has always been the way to salvation. And I want to look at an individual that executed that, that did well in that. I think of Noah. And in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse number 7, it says, By faith Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. That is absolutely amazing to me. He prepared an ark in the middle of the desert. Wow. Why? What would possess somebody to do such a thing? Why would an individual take something so seriously like that? If you look at Genesis chapter 2, verses 5 through 6, another very intriguing passage of Scripture here, because the Bible says, it says, "...in every plant of the field before it was in the earth..." and every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. Then you fast forward to chapter 6, and we see that there was sore displeasure, that the Lord was displeased. It said, And God saw, in verse number 5, that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. Verse number 14, God tells Noah, Make thee an ark of gopher wood, Rooms shalt thou make in the ark, and shall pitch it within and with, without with pitch. Okay, I'm going to build an ark, a boat, a floating device for mist. Right? We read in, in Genesis chapter 2 that there was no rain, no such thing. So now Noah had this responsibility, this obligation to go out and to tell everybody that the, that the earth was going to flood, and these individuals had no idea what he was even talking about. For we walk by faith and not by sight. God told him to do something, and he carried out what God had told him to do. God told him and he executed. Hey, just like that purified water bottle, we crack it open and we drink it. We don't read the labels. We trust, we believe that it's pure, clean water. And I I just can't get over that idea, that thought process of, man, how many times do we not do the things that we're supposed to do that God has called us to do because of lack of faith? How many times do we not lead our families because of lack of faith? Think about the car that you're driving right now, even. How much faith that even subconsciously you have to have in that thing to load your kid up in that 
to load your family up in that and go from point A to point B. You're not laying underneath that every single day. You're trusting, you're putting confidence in someone or something to get you to point A or to point B. But so many times, mom and dad, so many times, Avery, I don't put my faith in creator God. I don't trust God to take care of my family. I don't trust the maker of the universe to supply my needs, to take care of every single thing in my life. And it's important that when it comes to parenting teenagers, that faith plays an important role in allowing us to navigate this. Because what we see in the here and now and decisions that are being made, perhaps by our teenagers, is challenging. Why are they making these decisions? Why are they doing some of the things that they are doing? And a lot of those things will want to, will want to respond in a knee-jerk type of a way. But so many times, we have to have faith in God. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to work and to do the teaching and the molding and shaping in their life. Ultimately, God is the one to do that work in their life. He's the one that is going to um, correct them and to shape them and to mold them. Psalms 127.1 says, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman walketh but in vain. So it's impossible to build a strong family in this culture without building on the foundation of Jesus Christ, without building on that faith of Jesus Christ. So are you putting your faith in the arms of Jesus? Do you trust that the Lord is taking care of all of your family's needs and desires? There's so many times that we look to um, other people and uh, books and resources and everything else to step in and save the day. But we need to be leaning into Jesus, the only one that is able to make a massive difference in our home and in our families. He is the one that is going to make the ultimate difference in our life. And so when you consider that, when you think about that, mom and dad, do we have faith to believe that he is going to guide and take care of our kids? He is going to be the one to step in and save the day, so to speak, for our teenager. Because look, there's a lot of tough conversations That are to be had with our kids. There's a lot of conversations that would be easy to stay away from or to avoid all in all with our teenagers. But we have to have faith, just like Noah did, and believe that God is there, that God is going to intervene, and believe that He has the answers in His Word. And so don't get discouraged. Don't lose hope. Don't don't just simply submit to resorting to trying to solve every single problem 
and solution and your own strength and your own power. When we do that, we will be discouraged. We will, we will have loss in our lives and in, in, in our health. Children are a possession of the Lord. They are a gift from the Lord. And so ultimately, we have to understand that we have to give them back to him and allow him to take care of and supply their needs in our life. So mom, dad, I don't know where you find yourself in this life. I don't know how often you might get discouraged or overtaken with certain things, but don't walk by sight. Don't only um, go by the emotions of things that are, that are happening right before you, but walk by faith. Don't allow the circumstances of maybe decisions that your teenager is making to discourage you and disrupt you. We have to understand, again, that we're in a very real spiritual warfare, and we are um, fighting in this spiritual warfare. And so don't lose hope. Don't be discouraged. Stay encouraged and trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Put complete faith complete confidence in him and allow the Lord to make the difference in your family. Allow him to get all the credit and all the glory. Again, faith can be defined as complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Hey, put that all that confidence, all that trust in him and the Lord. And I promise you, you will never regret it because he will never leave you hanging. He will never leave you high and dry. For those of you that listen on a weekly basis to the Greenhouse Effect podcast, thank you. I want to tell you thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love each and every one of you. I enjoy praying for each and every one of you. And it really means a lot to take time to have these discussions together. It's important. We are indeed raising the next generation. It's important to consider that the effort and time that we're putting into our kids are going to be the individuals that are indeed leading our country, teaching the next generation of individuals. So we do need to take this thing extremely seriously. God bless you all. I'm praying for you. Let me know if there's anything specific that you need from me. We'll see you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review. The greatest trick Satan has ever pulled is convincing the world he does not exist. We have to live in light of the reality that he walks about seeking whom he may devour. He is alive and well today. Remember to work out your salvation today. May God bless you richly as you seek to walk with him.